Blog Talk Radio. This is Saida Garrett, and I'm tuned in to Intro to Info with my girl, Makisha. You are listening to Intro to Info with your host, Makisha from D.C. That's me, open-minded, business-minded, spiritual, a little hood, and very nerdy and down-to-earth. And Queen of Hearts from Florida. She's so ladylike, family-oriented, quick-witted, and a real pillar in her community. On our platform, we discuss anything imaginable, but we talk a lot of pop culture, current events, and speak on our personal life experiences. We interview fantastic guests with unique stories, and Lord knows we just have organic fun. And check this out. If you want to join in on the fun, call in at 515-605-9376. We are live on Saturdays from 9 to 10 p.m. EST on the J. King Network. If you are an info for info, tune in to Intro to Info. Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of Intro to Info. I am your host, Makisha, broadcasting live from the Washington, D.C. area. I just posted this show on all of my social media platforms, so hopefully some of my friends and supporters and loved ones will jump on in here. I already see a couple of people who are on the call queue, so thank you so much for your listenership. Whether you're listening live or via the Archives podcast, because this show does archives and anybody can listen to it at any time. I was telling one of my students the other day, one of the reasons I'll never die is because I'm pouring into you all. And another reason why I will never die is because the stuff that I put on radio is online to stay. So with that said, I'm ready to get started. Grandma, I see you on the line. You told me to bring in some new subject matters, and this is my attempt to do so as I continue to try to find just subjects we've never encountered or tackled, but I'm genuinely interested in this one, and I hope that you guys can benefit and learn something by the end of this episode. Our guest's name is Kat Ann, and I'm going to take you off of mute immediately because I'm really excited to delve in, and before my other co-hosts get here, I want to take up as much of your time as I can. Hey, thank you for being our guest today. Hi, Makisha. Thank you so much for having me on your show. No, you're welcome. Thank you. And thank you for just, from the preliminary standpoint, doing just everything right. Sometimes you don't know if somebody is confirmed. They just call in and you'd be like, yay. But you did everything right from the, oh, my gosh, yes. Like you gave me your website. You're welcome. You gave me your website. You gave me a sample of an interview you did before. You um, were interactive, and you confirmed with me, and you called in early. Just you checked all the boxes. You're wonderful already. I'm just saying. So. Oh, thank you so much. That wasn't hard to do. You, you did, you're not asking for a lot. <laughs> so I know everybody is just curious as to um, what it is that you do, so let's just hop right in um, and talk about this, this touch starvation 
physical intimacy. Now, the first thing I connoted this to was one of the love languages, which is physical touch. But you stress, um, as I did my research, just the importance of somebody actually touching or cuddling or just that that part of um, um, the five love languages. Let's mm-hmm. start right there. Okay. And tell me why well, that's important. And go ahead. Okay. So skin to skin contact um, is vital to our mental, emotional, and our physical health. Um, babies needed to grow, right? Babies needed. Babies need to be loved and stimulated. If they don't, um, they're not going to grow and they're not going to develop. And then the same thing happens to the elderly when they're isolated and they have. Um, a lack of human contact and skin-to-skin contact. Um, and that when, when that happens to people, uh, when they get touch deprivation, um, they can get a lot of symptoms, um, such as anxiety, depression, um, insomnia, a weakened immune system. Um, in men, it can actually cause aggressive behavior, high blood pressure, sexual dysfunction, loneliness, um, are amongst some of the, the few symptoms. Um, so, so touch is vital to our, our physical health, our overall well-being. Um, and one of the other things it does is that it increases our cortisol level. And um, most people know, like have heard about cortisol, um, and know that overexposure to the stress hormone can literally destroy all of our vital organs, right? So it can affect our uh, our blood pressure, our heart, our digestive system, um, and just the way our, our whole body functions. So when you look at all these things, it's not hard to see how important touch is to our health. Um, and people say that um, you need four hugs a day to um, live eight hugs a day to be happy, and then 12 to thrive and to grow. Wow. Well, I'm writing this down. Four, eight, and 12. Oh, wow. See, Kat, I know the importance of a human connection and company Mm -hmm. and just having somebody around you. So this component, I didn't know that it was important, as important as it is. Until I went yeah. to your website and saw how you stressed it, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because I think it's an underestimated part of being around somebody. Yeah. Um, the College of Surgeons and Physicians came out with an article in May talking about how um, loneliness is the new silent killer, and it's as bad as smoking like a pack of cigarettes a day. And when I look at that, to me, that includes, you know, the depression and anxiety that comes from being alone, but that's also without any touch or skin-to-skin contact when you're alone, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now after COVID, we have eliminated handshakes a lot. We do fist pumps. We have eliminated hugs. Um, we have eliminated a lot of physical contact that used to be more normal than now. Um, and in my experience, men suffer from this a lot more often than women because I feel that 
it is harder for men to ask for touch, to ask for a hug, to ask for comfort, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also because, like, women are just more touchy anyway, and men mm-hmm. are criticizing any little thing that they do um, outside of something sexual to a woman in a lot of cases. So I think that might be part of it, and I feel for them with regard to that because us, when we can, you know, hold hands, walk, hug, kiss each other on the cheek, we get so much more of that than they do, and yes. I, that may be a part of that, unfortunately. Yes, because if they do that to, like, a friend or a coworker, that could be frowned upon or looked at as they're making sexual advances, and if they do that with another guy, maybe then they're afraid someone's going to think they're homosexual. Right. Right. If it's just platonic touch, there is like, for men, there is no such thing as platonic touch. So like, you know, two got two guy friends can't just like hug in the, on a couch, you know, while they're watching a movie. And you know how guys comfort each other when when we have a breakup, the girls come over, we watch a movie, we cry, we hug, or we go out drinking, or you know, we do something. And and for men, they don't go to see another man that's going through a hard time and sit with him and, and maybe give him a hug. They're like, let's go out, let's go drinking, let's get your mind off this. And there isn't really that. It's not really okay for them to receive um, non-sexual touch and affection. Right. And that's where yeah. you come in because that's what your whole business is centered around. Um. And I read your story about you got in how you started that business in the first place. So I'll start with your beginnings. What prompted you to want to start a business that's centered around physical a touch? It, it actually didn't start out like this. I um, I had cancer twelve years ago. And I started asking myself some really hard questions about, you know, the quality of my life and my purpose and my joy and what I was doing to contribute to my illness and why I was really not happy, but I was acting like I was happy. So that led me on a spiritual journey. Um, I learned energy healing. Um, I learned other um, holistic healing modalities. And I opened a healing center here in this town. Um, And I was in a relationship at that time. And when the relationship ended, I found myself, you know, feeling crazy, feeling really lonely, having felt isolated and disconnected from my partner for the last, I would say, almost a year of our relationship. And even though we had been intimate and sexually active, I was feeling really deprived of love and touch. And that goes back to what you said in the beginning, um, my love language is touch and his wasn't. So I always felt like I was missing out on something and I just wasn't getting enough of something. Um, So when the relationship ended, I did a lot of research, um, a lot of homework. I realized I wasn't feeling crazy um, and that I was feeling touch starvation. Um, And because I was already doing therapeutic massage as part of my my healing here um, at my healing center, I decided to create just for, you know, shits and giggles, um, a therapeutic massage for touch starvation that was a little bit 
different than the usual massages. Um, and I started with that, and I had a huge response, mostly from the men, that were saying, oh, my God, I think I have these symptoms. Do I have touch deprivation? And then one of them said, like, do you do cuddle therapy? And I said, no, I don't. And then I looked into it, and I signed up, and within a few months I was doing it. And I haven't looked back. How, so wow. Like this. <laughs> this is great. I'm, I'm taking such copious notes. Now, how did the first couple of months of the cuddle therapy unfold? Um, you know, I, I was nervous and I thought it would be weird and I thought it would be awkward, but I've always been a cuddler. Like, I mean, it's my favorite thing to do in the world. So to have the opportunity to cuddle with someone that maybe hasn't been held in like five or ten years or sometimes even longer, um, you would like I was shocked as to how quickly it felt natural and there was laughs and and jokes and tears and so much sharing and I was just blown away um, at how easy it was and how natural it felt to just hold a human being and make them feel loved and how safe I felt and how nurturing and loving the men were back to me. Um, and yeah, like I just, and, and I always say this to the men that come for the first time for a cuddle session. I say, like, I know you're nervous and you think it's going to be weird because I'm a stranger and you've never met me, but it's so much easier to love some, to love a, a human that you've never met than you think. So, yeah, that's that's been the most amazing part. It's easier than you think. And if you just get out of your head and you just, like, give love and receive love, it's it's the most natural thing to do, just to connect. And that's really what we're all looking for. We're looking for connection. We're looking to be seen. We're looking to be heard. We're looking to be understood. And, yeah, when we cuddle, we get all of that. Would you add validation to that list? Yes, I would. Yeah. Wow. This is this is this is deep, and I'm learning. This is an education. I understand that um, it's important to to touch, but now it's from a different angle, and it's more magnified thanks to you. And thank you for kind of unfolding your story as to how um, this became a part of your everyday life in the first place and how after that mm-hmm. breakup you felt isolated because your partner's love language was not physical touch and yours was. I, I remember uh, seeing a quote. It said, remember to love somebody from their love language and not yours. And that's kind of, it brought me back to that quote. Yes, that's very true. And you, and you know it's one thing when you're when you're not dating and you don't have a partner and you feel like you're you know you need a little more love and affection, but it's a different kind of pain when you are in a relationship and you're sleeping with someone in the same bed every night and you feel completely disconnected. Um, it makes you feel unwanted. It makes you feel unseen. It makes you feel like there's something wrong with you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a different type of loneliness when you are experiencing that while you're in a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And that's also indicative of that person not being the one, because it's not supposed to feel like that. It's supposed to feel the opposite. Right? 
Yeah, and, and sometimes not all the community. Sorry, go ahead. No, go please. And sometimes even the communication around the love languages, right? So when you say like they're not the one because they should love you the way you receive love, right? Ideally, that person would be able to do that. But I think not everyone has the capacity to love you the way you need to be loved, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So more on just the way that your sessions um, look, look. Um, mm-hmm. Are you guys particular? I know you have a, a healing center. Now, are you all cuddling in the bed? Are you in the, on a couch? I mean, what does this look like? Okay, so um, I will also mention that the healing center is in my home. I have a big room in the, in the basement with a, a fireplace, and I have like my massage tables. Um, and I have a nice couch, and then I have a mattress just on the on the carpet on the floor with like I don't know six to eight pillows, so it's very comfortable, um, but it's not a bed, and it's right beside the couch. So we we will usually start on the couch, just kind of sitting close to each other and being in each other's space, maybe holding hands because there's you know a little bit of nervousness in the beginning. Um, and we'll just like calm down our energies and be in each other's space. And then when that person is ready, we can lay down. And, and it's just like a conversation. It's like, how are you feeling? Are you feeling calm? Can I put my hand around your shoulder? Does this feel nice? Would you like to hold me? Would you like me to hold you? So it's, there's a lot of um, communication around consent. There is a lot of asking how the other person's feeling, if they're comfortable. And this is really wonderful for me um, to ask for things and to be asked to be touched. It feels wonderful. Um, And it's really good for the men to start having conversations with women around intimacy and around, can I put my hand here? Can I hold you like this? Does this feel good to you? Yeah, this is awesome. It's creative. Um, a lot of business people tell me, you know, the money is out here, and you can find mm-hmm. creative ways to get it. This is a a fantastic example, and also something that there should be more of this. To be honest with you, and it isn't like you said. This does not have a sexual denotation or connotation. Mm-hmm. This is purely about fulfilling the need of. Something that's very natural, something that's very necessary, which is two human beings um, interacting through physical touch. I, I was, matter of fact, rest in peace to my uh, one of my favorite radio hosts, Alan Roger Curry. He was a dating coach, and he said that a lot of the times when these when these men would uh, do mass shootings or um, like heinous crimes, a lot of it mm-hmm. is because they couldn't get women, and they were just so frustrated that they were just going to take it out on whoever. It, it, it boiled you down to that a lot of the times. I was I was very shocked. Do you know anything about um, that? A lot of these guys that commit these heinous crimes, they, it's like they were nerds or they were unattractive or unappealing to women. We just lost our guest. I'm, I'm assuming she's going to call right back. Guys, you're listening to Intro to Info with Makisha Best right here on the J. King Network. This network has so many great shows. I would recommend that you follow it. 
started with the, the man himself, Jay King. Um, there's He has Kings in the Morning. There's also Queens in the Morning. Uh, Mary, uh, who is Reese's wife, she has a show called Mary Had a Little Cancer. And then just the network itself, um, Blog Talk Radio, just a fantastic network. I, I know we got you back, Kat. Let me bring you back on here. Sorry we lost you. There we Thank go. Thank you, love. Okay. There you I'm go. Back. All right, so yeah, those guys who would commit those heinous crimes, it, it went. It, it was because in a lot of cases that they were the nerdy guys that the, no women wanted, mm-hmm. and they were frustrated to the point of they was risking it all because they had not had that human connection with the woman, as, and they wanted that as heterosexual men. I'm not. I'm not even going to disagree with that because. I feel like it's the the number one thing we all need is connection to another human. And if they felt like they were never going to have that, like they were never going to feel love, they were never going to be seen or heard or validated or appreciated or wanted by a woman, then really what's the point of existing, right? In their eyes, like I could see how someone could feel that. Yeah. It, I, right. I, I could not imagine, right, and I could not imagine going an indefinite amount of time without, like you said, connection. Uh, it, 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 it would, I don't know who wouldn't drive crazy. Now, if you, if you want to go biblical, and I love going back to the book of Genesis because God gave you the rules. Like, our purpose here is to um, be fruitful and multiply, and that the first step in that is, is touching somebody. So this proves your point through and through that's our first mm-hmm. purpose and it goes on from there but um Al- listen oh adam was here for a second before god said you need somebody it wasn't long it was a, yeah was you can't be day. alone mm-hmm. yo i, lo- I yo, love I always, that you brought it back to the bible i, I always go back to that and I, sometimes i um you know, I'm 37. I'm like, man, I really got to have kids because that's the purpose of us being here to procreate, keep the world going, and, you know, be with our, our one. Mm-hmm. Um, I can imagine, though, let's let's go back to your work, um, that somebody probably fell in love with you through this process. It probably got, like, crossed boundaries at some point because it is, frankly, an intimate uh, notion. Talk to me more on that, Kat. <laughs> okay. Um, I will talk to you about that. So um, I can tell you, because I also do therapeutic massage, right, that yeah. I have been, when men have responded to my ad for massage, they have inquired about extras, right? And that is made very clear before I even give them my address or book them for an appointment. So I have experienced that just through the phone from the initial inquiry from men, right? Now, when they do ask, I don't shame them for that. Uh, I'm not disrespectful because that's a part of, that's also a need that they have, right? Um, But I can tell you that out of every man that has come in here for a cuddle session, I have never been disrespected. I have never been touched inappropriately. I have never been propositioned. I have never, like, and no boundaries have ever been crossed. That's good. 
That's good. And like, you may what? find it hard to believe because that that was a fear of mine, right? As, be, as being a woman, I am literally like inviting strange men that I've never met into my home to put myself in a very vulnerable position to lay on the ground with them. Some most of these men, like I'm five foot three, a hundred and forty pounds. Um. Mm-hmm. So like 90% of the men are are much bigger and stronger than me. And I put myself in the vulnerable position every single time. And no one has ever crossed the line. The men are so grateful to be held. They are so grateful for the opportunity to hold me because it makes them feel needed. And when I tell them that they are comforting me and giving me love back, it makes them feel like they have a purpose, like they are needed too. Like they have something to offer a woman. Um, and, and it's been like a beautiful healing experience for myself personally um, because it's just reignited this love in men and I see how much they're struggling and, and, and there's been really none of that. Um, you know, and, and I do talk to my clients about you know, the release of oxytocin because it's the the hormone that makes you think you're falling in love and it's the hormone that's released during massage and during cuddling and that's the one that makes you feel happy and it's the one that makes you feel like you're you're on a high and it's the one that drops your blood pressure and your heart rate and all those things. But Mm -hmm. I tell them if you feel good and if you're happy, it's not necessarily me. It's the oxytocin, it's the energy and the love that I'm giving you. So I am very aware of the potential for someone that is really touch-deprived and does not have many connections um, for them to kind of, you know, develop an unhealthy bond or attraction to me. Um, But so far, like, I I have not had any problems, and I'm very mindful of that. Wow. Now, are are the guys who come and book sessions, are they single and, and don't have uh, special women in their lives? Or you have all types of uh, men? So so age-wise, I will say from 25 to 70. Um, and some of them, like I have a man that is um, in his 60s that has never been in a relationship and has never held a woman. And... It, and that's that's hard to believe, but it's true. Um, and then I, I I have one man that that's married who is a caretaker to his wife, and he's a caretaker to his mother, and he has the weight of and he's got a very stressful job, and he's got the weight of the world on him, and he cannot ask anyone for comfort um, because he's the one providing support. He's the caretaker. He's the one. Um, that's taking care of everyone, and so there's no one taking care of him. So I'm the one that holds him and comforts him, and he tells me about his stresses, and he leaves some of his stresses here and then goes home. Wow, very good. So you have, you have a vast clientele. Yeah. I want to talk about the symptoms and effects of of touch starvation, um, what if somebody thinks that they might be suffering from this? What are telltale mm-hmm. signs that they? Might... Okay, so 
the first one I would say higher stress. So you will feel that your nervous system is more on high alert. Um, so you would have less patience. Um, you might feel depressed. Um, low satisfaction, like general dissatisfaction in life. So kind of nothing makes you happy. And I think sometimes that's part of the depression. Um, insomnia, so difficulty sleeping, overall fatigue, um, body image issues. So you kind of start to look at yourself and you're like, is there something wrong with me? I'm not attractive. There's, you know, um, you don't like what you see in the mirror. Feeling lonely, um, sexual dysfunction, fear of intimacy, fear of dating, fear of, you know, seeking out a relationship. Um, and in men, it can cause aggressive behavior and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are like some of the symptoms of touch starvation. Um, but like I, like I mentioned in the beginning, when, when your stress levels go up, you release a hormone called oxytocin. And that is the one that can cause a lot of other symptoms like muscle tension, heart disease, stroke, heart attack, high blood pressure, weight gain, um, and increased risk for addictive behavior. So those are side effects of the high cortisol, which is a side effect of the stress, the stress response from being touch-starved. So when I look at that, I say, what is it not causing? (laughs) Okay. Right? Like, what is what is a symptom that is not a symptom of touch deprivation and high cortisol when you combine the two things together? Yeah, I, I'm telling you, this this is this is really awesome. Now, for what you do, right? Um, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if your parents are still alive or your like your some of your elders in your life or your friends, your inner circle. Um, when you're dealing with a lot of people or you have a large network or friends, something like this, some people probably will be critical or um, have questions or be like, you know, closed-minded towards this. Have you ever experienced that? Um, my mother is no longer living. Uh, I do not speak to my father. So my chosen family is very supportive and understands how passionate I am about helping people. Um, but I have encountered a lot of people that think that I am performing sexual favors in my home, um, that this is all just a front for me being a sex worker, that this is a joke, like who's cuddling people for a living. Um, so, yeah, so I, I've, re- I've seen both. <laughs> I've experienced mm-hmm. both. Right. Yeah. But I... Look, look. No, go on. No, but I just uh, I'm very empathetic to the people that don't understand, because the way I look at it is, if they don't understand how someone could have touch deprivation or, you know, be depressed because they they haven't experienced touch and from another human in a long time, then they're the lucky ones that I guess have never had to experience that. So that makes them fortunate. Right. So I, I don't, you know, it's it's their ignorance, right? I can't I can't blame them if they haven't experienced that. So you know what? They're lucky that they haven't. 
You guys are tuned in to Intro to Info with your host, Makisha, right here on the J. King Network on Blog Talk Radio. If you are listening via the link, you can call in. We're at 515-605-9376. That's 515-605-9376. Big Brother Michael Gay is calling in, always supportive. I just appreciate this man, Kat, as we speak of men who um, have sometimes he, he just raised your hand. I'm about to break you in, Mike. Okay, let me take you off mute. Go, he ready. Go ahead, big brother. Good evening. No, I want you to finish what you were about to say. I just hit the number one because I just got a phone call from an individual that wanted to borrow money. <laughs> okay, so I have to take <laughs> care of that. I mean, okay. Well, how much you need? Ten dollars. Okay, I'll pay you back tomorrow. I'm like, uh, okay, you know. So I deal with certain things myself, and we all do. But, uh, no, I want you to finish what you were saying. I, I didn't want to jump in too early, but I just want to let you know I'm here. It's, but finish it's what great you were saying, have, though, sis. It's great to have you on as a man because our special guest, Kat, um, what she does for a living is for the fellas who are deprived of, of touch or cuddling or um, just that any type of those physical uh, touches from a woman, she provides mm-hmm. this service to sellers. And I, it is, I'm telling you, Mike, there's so many creative ways to make money that people, if they were to think outside the box, they could because it, it, it is so interesting. And, and especially, say, if you're in a big city, you could easily make a killing off of that. So Kat kind of gave me some ideas. You know, Grandma, Grandma, I know Grandma here, but I'm just saying, Mike, this is what she does for a living, and this is super creative. What say you? Okay. Well, that's interesting because, I mean, growing up, I was a man whore. You know, if you remember the the movie, Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo, you remember that movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you remember that movie? That's what I was. I mean, at one point in my life when I was younger, I mean, uh, I used to be a DJ in nightclubs. And, and to be honest, uh, like Rich, uh, not Rich Pryor, it was uh, – it was uh, Eddie Murphy said, you could be the ugliest person on the damn earth and women will love you because you have, you know, a certain position. I was a DJ. And and um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep it clean, but I could get almost any woman, right? Really would. And then as time went on, it was like where, you know, as you get older, you're not a DJ anymore. You're not getting that attention, all the women you used to be able to sleep with and all that type of stuff. And I'm just being honest now. You know, uh, time went on. I looked at where I was just a man whore, <laughs> you know, in a sense. Um, but based on what you're sharing, that's an interesting concept. I want to ask you, how do you make it where – it's not intimate with them, just giving them that, that uh, or those individuals that you share your service with. How do you make that where it's understood, right? It's just being a friend, being a comfort person, being physically comforting, I guess, is what you really have, right? Where you could physically put your hands on them, give them a yeah. massage on their head, their back, you know, and this, that, and the other but it's not a relationship per se. How do you make that understood with your clients? 
That's that's what I'm trying to understand. Okay, that's a that's a very good question. Um, after our initial contact, which is usually through the phone, either through email or text, I ask them to read through my website so that they can mm-hmm. educate themselves further with touch starvation. Um, it explains how when they first arrive for their cuddle session, we will sit down and go over a contract, like a code of conduct, um, mm-hmm. and sign it, both of us, and we'll go over all the things that we are comfortable with. Okay? okay? So the items on the list are things such as we're both of age, we are both not under the influence of anything, there will be no purposeful um intentional arousal or pleasing, like pleasuring of themselves. Um, There will be no touching of genitals. Um, We are both clothed for the whole session. Um, Either the the person or me can stop the cuddle session at any point. Um, And then we talk about things, like there's no um, exchanges of bodily fluids. There is no kind of pushing for any kind of sexual contact, right? So right. there's no kissing or anything. Like yes, there's involved. no kissing. And and a lot of the things that the men get kind of nervous because, I mean, imagine if you haven't held a woman in like 20 years and all of a sudden we're spooning and like I feel something poking me, right? Because, I mean, that's a normal, that's a normal reaction from a man, yeah, yeah. especially if he hasn't mm-hmm. been touched in 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. So the conversation is, if that happens, what I do is I, I gently, without making the men feel ashamed, without drawing attention to it, without making them feel bad, I will just gently position. I will create a space mm-hmm. between us um, where I okay. am comfortable and, and he is comfortable. So, yeah. And I, and I feel like it works, and I feel like the men appreciate having this very open conversation beforehand so they don't have to sit here, like, sweating and thinking, oh, my God, what if I get an erection, right? So we we really mm-hmm. do cover all the bases. But now, okay. Does that answer your question? In a man's point of view, but, but in a man's point of view, uh, uh, okay, I have to insist, if you don't mind me, just testing the yes. waters here. Okay, yes, I okay. come into this whole thing. And and here you just fine, you know, you like, oh my God, look how beautiful she is. You know, just just okay. as a man, you know, you're gonna get excited, you know, because here's a woman who's massaging you and talking to you and, and as you said, he gets an erection, he's looking at you, mm-hmm. you know, and everything. You know, I mean you know, have you ever had that situation where a guy's like, you know, looking at you or do you try to draw their attention away from the individual? You follow my point? Because sometimes, you know, I, uh, there might be some some situations where, I mean, and again, mm-hmm. I'm learning this whole, whole thing. This is new to me. I've never heard of this before. Yes. This is interesting. And it could work as far as you, you're sharing with me. And obviously, I guess it does work for your business. But just imagine a guy who's like, oh, man, I'm really attracted, you know, to you and, blah, 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 and, you know, uh, they can't help but just keep looking at the beauty of the person that's in front of them. Now, some men can be attracted or unattracted, follow me? Mm-hmm. Some men can be like, oh, she's not my type, so, yeah, I can deal with this. Cool. It's okay. Like a therapy type, type, type thing. 
but have you ever dealt with that type of situation and how do you handle that? Um, so like I've mentioned before, I've never had a client cross a boundary. Um, okay. And, and I, a lot of clients have told me that I'm attractive and like I'm their type or, you know, have asked me if I'm single. And, and mm-hmm. the converse, like I am always in control of mm-hmm. the cuddle session in that sense. And I'm always in control of the energy. So okay. even if I don't feel an erection per se, right, or I don't see mm-hmm. it, I can feel the shift in energy, right? right? I can feel when someone, when a man is getting aroused and like when he's touching my arm, if there's like, there's, it's more sensual or it's just like more erotic. I can feel that, right? Okay. So again, what I will do is I will change into a position where I am more in control mm-hmm. and I will use my energy to calm them down and kind of bring them back to base. And so without saying a word, remind them of, yes. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. I, I, just, I didn't mean that. No, no, it's okay. Go ahead. No, and just... Go ahead. You go first. No, you go first. No, I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. I'm sorry. But but then when I'm I'm listening to the service that you're offering, (laughs) first thing that hits me is security. Um, What kind of security do you have in place for yourself, and let's say if a, uh, a female wanted to, you know, be involved into what you do, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess later on you could share of uh, financially if you want to, uh, what kind of, uh, you know, what can be made in this type of service and charging and everything. But mm-hmm. what kind of security that you have for yourself and and the locations that you uh, uh, have the service at. Um, if you don't mind sharing that. That's my main concern. Where's the security? Okay. And I love that you're a man and that is your protective nature to think about these things first. Um, I have a a security system in my home. So every single person is recorded on their way in. Um, Every person that's my client fills out a questionnaire of like their name and their date of birth. However, the truth is, I don't ask to check for ID, so I don't actually know if the information they're giving me is accurate, right? Hmm. Um, I do have their phone number, right, because that, that is our main way of contacting each other before the session. Um, mm-hmm. I have a dog on the premises, and sometimes okay. there's people in the home, and sometimes there is not. And as, okay. cra- as crazy as you think I'm this is going to sound is my biggest section is my intuition. But what I have declined. To, to call, I mean, but, but the thing is, okay. And, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm interrupting you, but what made you decide to start this type of service and what made you feel comfortable of doing so looking at the way things are in, in you know, in, in, in this world now, what mm-hmm. made you decide to start this type of service for men? Because it could yeah, be the so, same so thing cuddle, for women, right? 
Yes, and cuddle therapy is not a new thing. Cuddle therapy is actually very popular in the U.S., and it is popular in some parts of Europe. It's just coming to Canada now, but there's a few websites where you can become a cuddle therapist or register as a cuddle therapist. There's training that you can do to become an official cuddle therapist that are online, and there is websites where you can go and find a cuddle therapist near you. Um, and they're all mm. over North America. So this is a service that's already kind of been established, and I've just kind of joined in and become one of the practitioners on the website, and that is how I get some of my clients. So how much so would you charge lot- me for one, for, for, one, for one service? What would be the basic price? Does it vary, or is this one set price? No, so I have decided... So, so, no, I'm just saying, it's cuddling, yeah. you know, but is it more after that one, you know, how how does this service work? Is a breakdown of a cuddle uh, session one, cuddle session two, mm-hmm. three, four, how do you break down your service? Okay, so I charge per hour. My fee is $100 Canadian per hour, and that is for massage, for the energy healing, for any of the other services that I do, including cuddling. So I get paid per hour. Some people charge $80 for a cuddle session if you look on the website, and some uh, charge as much as 125 to 150 per hour for a cuddle. So it, it really varies. There is kind of no standard. Um, it really depends on the area that you live in. Um, I think some of the cuddle therapists in, like, the big cities like Toronto or even, like, New York would probably charge more than um, the cuddle therapists that are kind of in the not-so-busy areas. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. He wants to book a session, Kat. It's, it's clear. It's as clear as yeah, day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Clearly. I just say that. I mean, with all due respect, Hell, I can get cuddled from many individuals, but but no, I'm gonna go ahead and, and keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, and it's wonderful that you have those options, um, but there's just some people that really don't. And I agree with you. Yeah, you're right. There's yeah. a lot of folks who don't know who to reach out to. I have I have a few folks I know. If I just need a hug, then hell, I ain't gonna pay no a hundred dollars for a hug. Yeah, and, I, and I'm just being honest. You know, I, I have ex-girlfriends, yeah. believe it or not, that I can go to and get a cuddle with. You know, yeah, and 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 keep it moving. But uh, but I mean, I do respect your business, and and yeah, there, there is a need for that for certain mm-hmm. individuals. I'm not one, to be honest, but but yeah. but I do know that there are folks who do need it. My whole thing was that. This is just the security of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, you know, you told me that. And you I got really appreciate you asking that question. Yeah, yeah, I think that's most important. Seeing what's going on, you know, and everything, and and what do you do to protect yourself in your own home and in your area? Yes. So you you should, yes. should share that. So I'm glad to hear that that you definitely make sure that it's covered. So thank you for doing. Yes. That. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Now, I told Grandma about this show, and she told me she's too old to be cuddling, but she was going to listen anyway. 
Grandma, I want you to just wave your hand and just say hi. Thank you so much for being on the show, Grandma. I love you. I took you off a of mute. Say hi, please. Hi, how you doing? Hey, hey. Hello, love. Aww. I'm enjoying your show. Thank you, Grandma. Oh, thank you Grandma, so you know much. I'm, I'm always looking for a new side hustle. Is this approved by you? Can I can I cuddle with some fellas over here? I got my own house now. Yeah. <laughs> they get paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, grandma, well, grandma, uh, uh, this is Michael Gay. Uh, I'm Michael. I'll, cut, I'll cuddle with I'll cuddle with you through the phone, okay? I'll call you. Okay. okay. Hold your phone, and I'll hold mine. All right, now it's nice talking to you. So <laughs> <laughs> interesting, though. It's, it's interesting, and I and I find it where you know, yeah, it, I'm I'm sure that obviously you you've done this for a while. Can you share with us how many clients technically or basically you have had in in a in, in what period of time that uh, have you been doing this for uh, you know over a year or months and mm-hmm. how many clients if you don't mind sharing that you've had since you started this? Yep. So I have. Uh, just over 150 clients, and I've been opened for almost two years. Um, but okay. that includes all my services. Um, and I will say um, about one-third of that is for cuddle therapy. Okay. And these are repeat customers, right? Yes. Most of them are repeat customers for cuddle therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have a testimonial I want to read from Kat's website. It says, Kat provides a truly a unique and loving experience that is almost difficult to put into words. She makes you feel incredibly loved and cared for in a short amount of time. Her demeanor and energy puts you at ease and allow you to open up. I'm very thankful for the advice and wisdom I have received from Kat. I highly recommend taking the time to go see her. You know what part of this is? Part of Aww. this is yeah, is your voice. That's another thing that people underestimate the voice. Mike, us as radio hosts, mm. pro- I study the, the way that people speak, the pitch, the tone, the pace in which they speak. Part of this, they mm-hmm. they probably, that's probably why you get those erections. Excuse me, Grandma, but because this, the, <laughs> your voice is a, a very soothing one. You um, have a way of making people feel comfortable and at ease. So I understand. Um, what what, what right. say you to that? Kat? Oh, thank you. I think you're very right. I I'm a mother of three, um, and I'm a mother to so many other children that are not actually my children. I've I have like 50 cousins back home in Europe, and I've just I've always nurtured and cared for other people. So I'm just like that mm-hmm. that mama, right? I've got that mama vibe. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that's just me. And and I think people can feel that and the fact that I'm genuine and I really do care. Hmm. You know, I find it interesting because what you said right there is that your home is where? Your original home is where? I am in Ontario, Canada. Okay. In a small town. Yeah. Okay. See, that's the thing that People from other nations, basically, mm-hmm. or other countries, don't understand that 
you know, uh, it's a different culture or a different vibe, you know what I'm saying, about sexuality and certain things. Everything has mm-hmm. that does not have to be sexual. You know, it could be exactly what you're doing, a service that you're uh, sharing. Now, here in the United States, you will be considered an individual who's, and, and, and no disrespect, you know, mm-hmm. um, doing something that is, uh, which here in Georgia, they took folks to jail where they had a massage parlor, but they were doing more than massaging folks, right? Mm-hmm. But you're doing something that's legitimate, and, and you're trying to make it that way. You know, you, you, you understand my point of what you, you're, you're I, trying to offer a certain type of service that is not sexual. It's non-sexual. Just it's just platonic touch. Yes. It's just right. comforting, exactly. nurturing, loving touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So I get it. I get it. But unfortunately, certain um, regions of the country or other countries they look at it in a certain way that is sexual. And and uh, mm-hmm. so I commend you on this, you know, for you to offer that type of service of just letting the person relax and, you know, and, 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 and help them to relax. And, 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 and what you're serving here is is something that maybe we need to look into. At least I'm going to look into it, you know, because it, it doesn't have to always be a sexual thing. It could be just... Yeah. A physical thing that a person is just trying to help you. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, relax is one, but mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just in a physical way that's not physical or you know, in a sexual way. Not sexual. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And and for curiosity, um, there's a website called Cudlist. I believe it's Cudlist.com. Um, that has a lot of the the cuddle therapists in the U.S. listed on it. There's only like six in Canada on that website, mm-hmm. um, but a lot, most of them are in the states. So it would be really interesting to see if where this is spreading, how far this has spread, where like the majority of these cuddle therapists are located in the states. That would be really interesting to see, and if there's any in your area. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's yeah. any in, 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 my, in my area. I'm not aware of that, but I will take a look at it. But, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's interesting that this topic is on this show because sometimes you don't want to be sexually involved. Just get a hug, as you said, yeah. cuddling. Um, just yeah. hold some, somebody. Um, I remember the movie uh, Waiting to Exhale, and if you guys remember that one scene of where – they just cuddle. They never had sex. Yep. Just cuddle. Yep. And 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 that was really a, a really interesting scene in that m- movie, based on all the sex that was going on. <laughs> you know, with yeah. some of the characters. <laughs> For the rest you know, of the movie. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you think about it, yeah, sometimes you just need someone by your side and cuddle and go to sleep and wake up, no sex involved just that you had someone by your side. So I feel you. I, I, I truly feel what you're saying. And your service, I think, uh, I think that w- would be really, uh, how should I put this, really appreciate it if it's respected, you know, because a lot of folks just need someone to hold them. 
from time mm-hmm. to time. And so I, I commend you on this service, to be honest. Thank you. Hopefully that's good. Thank we'll, you so we'll, much. We'll, we'll, we'll respect it uh, for what it is. Interesting concept. Yes. Thank you so and much. And, like, definitely you've never had a problem uh, getting women to like you and be intimate with you. But just oh, imagine no. for a second. I never had that problem. I well, never I know had that, that problem. And Mike, Mike, <laughs> damn it, Mike. <laughs> but just imagine <laughs> did not have that. That's what she, that's, that's why I feel like this is a, it's necessary. Like, Pete, I'm just like, mm-hmm. mm, I can't, I, I couldn't imagine just not being able to just have, I just hug, I get hugs every day from my students, all the, all day, I get, that's one of the reasons I love my job so much, guys, because my students literally sit up under me all day long. It's never a moment I do not feel love when I'm, when I'm there, and then when I come home, I have a family life, and so, you know, my, I just love all of my, and with, if I didn't have that, it's, what's my purpose? Mm-hmm. I'm just so necessary, and I, I thank the Lord every day that I get that. And, and at Chad, I mentioned earlier that I'm not a mother, but let them tell it. I'm like, I said, because I'm in a big office space. I said, why do you guys sit right next to me? Every, why y'all sit next <laughs> And it's because, they, you know, subconsciously it's that maternal presence, and I'm very much a mama bear, but that stuff is necessary, Mike. So I'm grateful for the love that I get from, you know, students and, and, and the fellas, and it's appreciated, mm-hmm. and you just be thankful that you've got a woman that want to touch you because some men just don't have it. They don't, it's for whatever reason, they're not appealing to women. Well, in this world, in this society, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of questionable things that you can look at. You know, some folks mm-hmm. don't want a woman's touch. Some folks, you know, now, I mean, you got the gay community and everything. And 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 a lot of folks, uh, not a lot, but some say, "Oh, well, you, you're 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 anti-gay." And I'm like, "No, I'm not. I had a brother who's dead, who was gay. But mm-hmm. regardless, I loved him because he was my brother, right? His his gay friends were my friends, and I respected them from a child. I respected them because." At the time, I didn't realize what that was going on, but that was not my choosing to be in that lifestyle. You follow me? Um, Mm -hmm. I love women, and I I always will, you know. Um, But I'm not one to judge. It's not my job. Never has been, never will be. So I respect individuals who respect me regardless of their their sexual, you know, thoughts or, 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 or whatever they live their life, that's them. It's not me. I'm not one to judge them. But as long as they respect me, I respect them, you're still my friend. You follow me? Still my friend. Oh, I- now, with what, now, with what the young lady just shared about this whole uh, thing that she is introducing those, you know, uh, you know, the hug and everything, that's great. And obviously, she just told us that, you know, it does work. So that's great. If you can get a few people involved in understanding it and respecting it, it might make a, a big difference. You follow me? It might make a big difference 
for that individual. They're not trying to date her. They're not trying to date the individuals that she might have that work with her. They're, they're dealing with a service, and the service is to make you relax, um, showing you love when own family members don't even love you, but someone is trying to show you something, right? So, I mean, I agree with it. I agree with it. If it works, great. Keep it going. So all due respect, if a person can uh, uh, get involved in, into this whole thing, if they need this whole, whole thing, if they if they have to come to you for that type of, uh, you know, that, uh, that, that love from what you share that they don't get from, you know, being in a relationship and missing the other, it's almost like you go to a place, in fact, you go to the gym to work out, right? Folks go there to work out, right, to get mm-hmm. their body in order and their shape and everything. Well, it's not always about your body. Sometimes you have to go somewhere to get your mind in order, okay? So if it works for you, then great. If it don't, you don't have to go back. But why not try if it works? And if it works, go back. That's all I'm saying. So many options out here, you know. It's up to you to and make so, a decision. Go ahead. I know that we're we're the top of the next hour. Thank you, Big Brother Cat. This show was enlightening and transparent. I just appreciate all that I learned, and I'm going to apply the things that you said um, tonight. And I hope that um, everybody listening learned something. Cat, how can somebody? Uh, get in touch with you or visit your website or uh, just reach out to you if they want to. Yep. My website is imlovehealingcenter.ca. Okay, guys, and there you have it. Okay. You've been listening to to Info. Um, Kat, I really appreciate you. Let's stay in touch. I I, I, I like what you do. You've probably saved lives, and, um, you know, you – Gave us an hour of your time, and for that, we are appreciative. All right, everybody, have a Thank wonderful you, week. Intro to info. Um, we will see you next week, same bad time, same bad channel. Much love. Get some hugs. Get some cuddles. Do the, do the touch thing. Touch them, hug them, show them some love, real talk. All right, good night, everybody. Grandma, I'm going to give you a Thank hug you, when I see you. All right. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> love.